Hello, I'm Dr. Courtney Jackson. Welcome to the Food is Medicine Everyday Podcast. And I'm Dr. Julie Briley. Thanks for joining us for our first episode, Nutrition Matters. Later on in this episode, we're going to welcome a very special guest, Bob Moore, founder of Bob's Red Mill. If you're not familiar with Bob's Red Mill, they're a local whole grain company that makes real food from grains, and they are now international in their scope, so we're, we're really blessed to have them as a local resource. But first, we'd like to introduce ourselves and this program. Dr. Briley and I are going to be your hosts on this podcast series. We're both naturopathic doctors who share a background in community-based programming, as well as having clinical practices. One of our passions in clinical practice is using food as medicine. When we do nutritional counseling with our patients, we often find that they get frustrated or overwhelmed by the amount of information shared in a doctor's office visit. What we're really excited about in terms of working with the Food as Medicine Institute at NCNM is the opportunity to bridge the knowing and the doing of how to eat healthy. We also love the opportunity for individuals to join up with their family and community members to share information and hands-on learning using food as nourishment as well as medicine. So the Food is Medicine Institute, the story goes back to 2010 with the creation of the Ending Childhood Obesity or the ECHO Project. This was a community-based nutrition and cooking program offered to low-income areas in Portland to create this program. And due to the success of the ECHO Project, we were able to create a different 12-week program called Food is Medicine Every Day. In addition, Bob and Charlie Moore continued their commitment and support of NCNM's programs, and we were able to build a teaching kitchen. So with all of these creations, NCNM now has the ability to offer a diverse program of cooking and nutrition education. Dr. Jackson, you were the original physician that was brought on to create these programs. So give us a little bit of the history of how it started. Sure. I was initially asked to develop a curriculum to address how we use food as medicine on a greater scale than simply one-on-one counseling that occurs in the naturopathic doctor's visit. During our medical education, we receive multiple semesters of nutrition education, and it truly is a core tenet of our training. Prior to my experience as a naturopathic physician, I had a background in community-based programming. I recognize the power that comes from communities uniting under a common cause. And what we're finding now in communities, certainly in the Portland area, but beyond Portland, is that there really is an interest in improving the health of not only ourselves, our families, but those around us. And I knew that if we partnered with churches, high schools, community centers, and brought our expertise, that we could provide structure for that interest in these communities to improve their health with food. Dr. Briley, you've been involved in the Food is Medicine Institute since its inception, and I'd like to hear some of the inspirational stories uh, that you have experienced as you've led these community-based programs. Well, I think generally speaking, you know, both of us have worked with several different populations. We worked in underserved communities in North Portland. We've been out in Gresham. We've been at high schools and churches. And then, of course, we've been at Charlie's Kitchen with the Food is Medicine Everyday series. I think what's most inspiring for me is that every single time we go to a workshop, it's a different group of people and there's a different interaction that takes place in that community. 
And so I love that we're creating this community around healthy eating and that they kind of take it to this next level all on their own. You know, they come in telling stories about the recipes they made or asking each other where they found certain foods at the grocery store. And so it becomes this program that's bigger than us and bigger than them. And it kind of transcends to this other level that's inspiring. We can share. We can take some out of here if they need more down there. This is what a typical food as medicine everyday class sounds like. So you'll notice that you heard a lot of chopping and cooking, and that's one of the hallmarks of our Food is Medicine Everyday series is that it's a hands-on class. So when people arrive, you know, we have all walks of life, all ages, all backgrounds, all levels of education coming to our series. And, you know, we gather together and usually talk about some of our successes and challenges at home in terms of recipes that we've tried or, you know, something we found at the grocery store. And then usually we get in the kitchen right away. We set up our kitchen so that everybody has a place and everybody has something that they're contributing. And really what we're doing is creating a healthy meal that we can enjoy that night. Tonight we are making another amazing recipe. I really love this one as I love all of them. We're going to make a quinoa veggie stir fry. So has anyone cooked with quinoa before? Has anyone not cooked with quinoa before? So we've talked about quinoa a little bit. Does anybody remember what's extra special about this whole grain specifically? Protein. 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 Yeah, so it's a complete protein meaning that it contains all of the essential amino acids to make a protein. Um, so it's a great source of protein for vegetarians and vegans, and for anybody really that wants to have a higher protein grain. So I'm gonna read the label here, and a quarter- In addition, we always address a specific nutrition topic every night, um, breakfast or portions or sweeteners, and get to dive into a specific nutrition topic. So tonight we're going to talk about other aspects of a healthy lifestyle, which is a super fun topic. So before we get into some of the details, I want to open up this question to everybody. So what makes up a healthy lifestyle? And we're going to make a nice big list here on the board. At the end of every class, then we get to enjoy that healthy meal that we created together and have some time to enjoy each other's company and the food that we created. So we are so fortunate to have partnered with Bob's Red Mill along the way. As I mentioned earlier, Bob and Charlie Moore of Bob's Red Mill have been our biggest supporters and really our original biggest fan uh, when they decided to invest in, in NCNM and, and our ability to create a really dynamic, excellent program for the community. And through the power of of whole grains, but also through the power of real food. What they found as a business is that the community wants to eat well. They want access to these whole grains, this real food. They want to invest in their health. We're a natural partnership, and we really have inspired one another to continue to showcase our best selves. NCNM with our nutrition expertise and our naturopathic medicine therapies, Bob's Yard Mill continues to offer whole grains of which participants of fame and the other community-based programs get to enjoy as well. So it really has been a dynamic, mutually beneficial partnership. Bob, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Julie, and thanks for asking me. 
We know that you have recently had a celebration, so we'd first like to say congratulations. You have hit quite the milestone. Oh, 85. Is that a milestone? I think it is, yeah. Well, I think it's whole grain cereals every morning, (laughs) I have to tell you. So looking back over these years, what has inspired your mission to get people to eat healthier? Well, I don't know what kind of an answer you're expecting, but I have to tell you, it's my wife. (laughs) Many years ago, we have three boys. Uh, We moved out on a little five-acre farm and began to care a little bit more than just city folks. We had chickens and and, uh, uh, we had dairy goats and we were in 4-H and we learned a lot of things about natural stuff. But the biggest thing was my wife went back and began reading some of the books that her grandmother had given her, written by Adele Davis and Gaylord Hauser, and above all was Rodell, who had established Prevention Magazine. And she had these books, and from these books, she began cooking in the kitchen, baking bread, and she drug me off to small health food stores. Gosh, this was in the 50s, and honestly, you couldn't go to a grocery store and buy whole grain anything. It just wasn't there. But most towns, in this particular case, we went into Sacramento, uh, and there was two small health food stores. And my first awareness of whole grains was walking into a small health food store, and they had a lot of open bins, and there was whole wheat flour and corn flour and all these wonderful whole grain things. And we just began in the late 1950s to eat a little different than most people did. And from that, it was quite a while, several years, probably 10 years before I still eating this way and still having a great respect for my wife's uh, uh, sense of health for the boys and for me. I picked up a book in the library called John Goffey's Mill, and it was a story of of an archaeologist who inherited a flour mill in Bedford, New Hampshire. He visited this wonderful spot. It was about 400 acres. It was a flour mill, but it was derelict. The, the dam that held the water back to run the water wheels and things uh, had, had uh, been broken down. And the book is about a 10-year story of his restoring this mill. When I got through reading that book, there was a couple of things that really caught my first off that this guy was an archaeologist. He wasn't a miller. He, when he started making whole wheat flour and cornmeal, rye flour and things like that, the public more or less beat a path to his door. It was a wonderful thing for him to recognize that he had had this wonderful um, product that the public wanted. And when I set the book down, I thought, gee, I don't know anything about milling. And, and, And I wonder if I could do something like that. So I actually spent probably five or six years investigating old mills and looking into the possibilities of having a business of my own dealing with millstones and whole grain flowers. And we found the same thing that John Goffey found, the same exact thing. When we started grinding flour, the public beat a path to the door. And today, with our company now with 350 people shipping whole grains to 80 countries around the world and the United States, I found the same thing. It, it's amazing how the public wants whole grains. And so I've been doing it. This is my 42nd year of actually grinding flour and putting it in bags and selling it around the world. Bob, what initially attracted you to partner with NCNM? Oh, goodness. 
I just wondered, uh, many years ago, my wife had some, some health problems, and we uh, um, met with uh, Bruce Canvasser, who was uh, our doctor at the time. And I was very impressed with the whole program and learned quite a little bit about it all. And then he was um, uh, one of the teachers at NCNM, I believe. And uh, so I, I was drawn to all of this uh, as a natural uh, uh, way just like the whole grains. You guys are kind of stone grinding whole grain flour to me. <laughs> and then I guess I somehow or another, I asked your people what I could do to help. And you, you didn't have a kitchen. And I thought that was, that was something that I perhaps could afford. And so Charlie and I, my wife, uh, made a, a commitment to build your kitchen. So I think we did. I think you did too. Uh, <laughs> we have an amazing modern professional kitchen called Charlie's Kitchen at NCNM, and we're getting a lot of use out of it. So speaking of the kitchen, you know, we often hear about this importance of healthy eating, but for some people and for busy families, it can often be easier said than done. So how are you hoping that uh, NCNM's community nutrition programs will help change that misconception? Teaching, teaching, teaching. I've had some opportunities to communicate with people all over the country who are trying to uh, make children or, or induce children and parents of children to eat better. And the one thing that I have found is that if you're trying to secretly induce them with some bran in their stuff, it's not the way to go. And I've been very critical of that. I, I spent some time with uh, OSU uh, a year ago at a, at a seminar, and the whole thing was kind of predicated on how to kind of more or less secretly uh, get grains and stuff in, in people's diets. And it's not the way to go. And you guys have been very open about it, and so I've supported you, and it will continue to support an open program. Children need to know, and adults need to know that whole grains are good for them. Yeah, food food as medicine really is a tenant of naturopathic medicine, and we have been very honored to find a partnership with with a business that shares that that same philosophy. So thank you so much for joining us. It really has been an honor to have you here as our guest. Thank you, Courtney. It's wonderful to be here. I really appreciate you asking me. And I feel so great to be a part of all this. We're excited. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're interested in hearing more from the founder of Bob's Red Mill, you should join us at the Food is Medicine Institute's first annual symposium on April 5th, where he'll be the keynote speaker. Everyone is invited, community members, foodies, chefs, cooks, anyone interested in deepening their knowledge of nutrition and learning practical tips for the kitchen. So if you're interested in learning more about the conference, you can visit our website, www.foodasmedicineinstitute.com, where you'll learn more about our institute, but also you'll see the public registration for the upcoming symposium. In addition to this amazing lineup of speakers, you'll get to enjoy a delicious, healthy lunch that Saturday, as well as meet local food vendors. And we should add, too, that if you are a physician or other healthcare provider, there's also a simultaneous event going on both Saturday and Sunday where you can receive continuing education. Um, and also you'll hear from naturopathic physicians and medical doctors about how to use food as medicine in your clinical practice or with your clients. In the rest of our podcast series, you can look forward to learning more about the positive effects of proper nutrition and tips for healthy habits you can put into practice in your own life. But really, this is only the tip of the iceberg. We've got so much more to share with you, so stay tuned for our next episode. 
And thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you at the Food is Medicine Symposium on April 5th.